0: You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, brought to you by Go Wild. Now, the Go Wild app has added some really cool and exciting functionality to their app, and the first one I want to talk about is the Near Me function. And basically what this does, it allows you to engage and connect with people in your area. You guys can talk about gear. You guys can talk about hunting areas. You guys can talk about what's going on in the woods, and it just allows the user to be more of a community and connect easier. The second part is the Gearbox. And what the Gearbox is, it is an opportunity for the users to not only see reviews on products and see what the Go Wild community is using in the field, what products they're using, but it also allows you guys to purchase up to 150,000 products. There's you, there's a shopping function on it. So check out the Go Wild app. If you haven't downloaded it to your phone yet, you need to. And you can do that at any app store that is currently available. Go Wild. It's an awesome app. Check them out.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're back for another episode of the podcast. Welcome back. Hope you all are doing well, as always. And, uh, you know, it's the dog days of summer. It's hot out there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it is sweaty. But, you know, like, uh, just as sure as the sun and uh, starts to warm up here in the summertime, it's usually that time of year when we all get to enjoy iCast or some of us get to enjoy iCast the annual event down in Orlando every year where all the companies uh, a lot of the big anglers companies boating companies anything to do with fishing all come together underneath one roof to meet in Orlando to not only promote their brands or their products but to showcase what they've been working on for the past couple of years and introduce them to the public of what you guys can expect to see in the market um you know, it's basically like the latest and greatest of everything. So, and that goes for boats. It goes for fishing line, fishing rods, storage or tackle storage, lures. Uh, and this is all, you know, both saltwater and freshwater. Uh, you know, there's some really original smaller companies out there doing some really cool stuff. And, you know, just like all the other events that are happening or being canceled around the, the world due to the pandemic, same thing happened with iCast. So iCast had to get creative and try to figure out a way of how they can still bring and showcase all of these great products to you. um, So you were aware of what's coming on the market this year in 2020 and 2021. So with that, um, it was unique. They presented a lot of things that were online. And I just thought today's episode would be a great way uh, if you didn't have the time to sit down and explore everything for me to kind of say, Um, you know, what ICAST uh, voted um, to be some of the the more popular products and new products in different categories uh, that you might want to take a look at this year. And these products are voted on by the media um, and and by, um, you know, members of ICAST uh, to basically break it down by category and vote for what they think is the best new product in each category. And what I'm going to do today for you, hopefully if I don't bore you too much with just my voice, but I'm going to summarize uh, you know, some of the top hitters uh, in each category that I found to be prevalent to this podcast, which is freshwater fishing. So, you know, I didn't do anything groundbreaking here other than the fact that I am kind of giving you my bird's eye opinion of it based on sitting through the videos, reviews and things like that online. Uh, what looks cool about it and things that you might want to check out. And I will leave these in the show notes and, or on my website for you guys to take a peek at. So you can easily just click on the link, um, look in your iTunes details and show notes as well uh, as well as Spotify. So that way you guys can just go there, click on the link, go look at the product. If it sounds interesting to you and continue to support, you know, the sport fishing and the fishing industry even, um, you know, as we navigate our way through these tough times here during the pandemic. So I hope you guys like this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And I'm going to break down a few, uh, few products. Okay. So I think there was like 30 categories altogether. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I kind of just went through some of the ones that I thought would be, uh, you know, applicable to, to us here in the freshwater fishing world. And, um, you know, there there was like 30 categories, like I had mentioned. I picked out 14 or 15 or so. These are all winners in each category. So as I announced them, they've already been voted on and uh, they are the winners. Now, me personally, I have not, you know, I don't have any affiliations to any companies. I don't, you know, I, I'm not sponsored by or paid money to to say that I I like this or I don't like this or whatever it is. These are actually winners of each category voted on by ICAST in the media. And what I'm basically doing is just giving you my take on it um, briefly and how you can maybe apply that to, to, you know, your adventures in the, in the angling world. So here we go. The first one on the list, uh, the first category is boating accessories. And the winner of this one was uh Mincona's Raptor shallow water anchor. Now, this is really big in the bass fishing world. Um, Anybody who's fishing a lot of um, shallower water things, uh, walleye, I see them on some walleye boats. Can't say that I would really use it in a walleye setting, but definitely more for the bass anglers. But they've got a couple cool new features to it. So the first new feature is something called auto bottom mode. And what that does is as these talons kind of go down or this rod that goes down and anchors you into the water, it now has the capabilities of sensing what kind of bottom it's going into, whether that be sand, mud, rock, or whatever. And it knows how much pressure or force to use to keep you in that spot. Now what I can kind of see this doing is, this is good for battery life one. And, uh, two, I think it, there was problems or issues in the past of it going too deep in certain scenarios or not going deep enough because they didn't know what kind of bottom it was and you might start to drift or move. So now those sensors are built right into, um, this Raptor model from, from Encoda for shallow water anchoring. And, uh, it's something that, you know, if you're the hardcore bass angler and you need, you had issues in the past or, whatever wasn't holding you there. And you're worried about soft, mucky bottoms. You know, this is going to read and sense that, and it's going to increase the pressure, um, or the force driving down deeper to hold you there. So that way you don't wander off your spot, kind of a cool technology. A lot of this is, this reminds me of a lot of the, the way, um, you know, like things are going with with trolling motors where they're able to sense your drift. And things like that and it's just making everything more smarter, uh, energy um conserving, et cetera. So it's something that you might want to check out from Encoda. They were the winners of the boat accessory categories. And just for your reference, I'm gonna to try to get the price point for each of these um these winners or these products. Looks like it's anywhere between fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred dollars uh for the shallow water raptor anchors. And that's something uh I believe is for each. And some people have two on the back of their boat, so that is getting pretty hefty in um, a price tag off the back of your boat. But if you got the jingle in your pocket, feel free to spend it. Next up is one of my favorite categories and I think is super important, maybe undervalued on the water is eyewear. And it, w- I'm happy to see this company um, win this category because I truly believe in them. Again, not sponsored or anything, but costa del mar um the model ferg inspired after their founder um won this category for eyewear and eyeglass production i just want to kind of go into this a little bit for you guys because it's something that you know hits home for me so like i mentioned uh this model the fergs um uh, from costa was inspired by ray ferguson who's the founder of costa sunglasses but The reason why I think that you guys really need to look into something and this could be, you know, not only protecting yourself, but could also really help you or enhance your experience on the water. If you don't have polarized sunglasses right now, you need to get them because A, they're going to help you see better. Uh, B, if you go with a reputable brand, it's going to protect your eyes and your eyesight, um, you know, later on down the road, especially if you're spending a lot of time on the water in bright conditions. And the Fergusons look pretty cool. I mean, you can go with basically any model that you like or looks, um, you know, that fits your style. But for the most part, these kind of got like a wider lens on them uh, from top to bottom, kind of more like a sporty, uh, almost like a, I don't know, like a Ray-Ban size uh, lens where it's not so like narrow and hugging your face. It's more kind of open, Uh, something that, you know, something I could see you um, someone wearing like myself would be, you know, a lot of the times my sunglasses that I have on now are Costas and, uh, they're the brine model and they hug my face very, very tightly, so tight that I love it when I'm on the water. But if I'm just out, um, you know, going out to eat or I'm sitting on a patio somewhere, I'm working outside, they almost hug my face a little too much for my liking, especially when I start to sweat a lot or, um, You know, if I'm just sitting at a restaurant and I'm constantly having to clean off the lens uh, because I'm getting a lot of smudges from my eyelashes and things like that. So I kind of like the style of these sunglasses a little bit better because I think they're going to sit off your face a little bit more. Um, Again, like I said, it's kind of got that casual sporty look to it as well. You can wear it out. Um, But anyone listening to this who wears uh, prescription glasses, you know, if you've ever been on the fence like I have about spending the money or spending your uh you know your one pair of sunglasses uh you know covered by your insurance or one pair of prescription lenses covered by your insurance a year if you can and your gla- your normal everyday glasses are fine and and you don't want to upgrade I would highly suggest going to get prescription sunglasses because it has been hands down the best investment that i have made um not only from a protection and you know just visibly seeing better on the water um in in comparison to my my contacts but i i think that the ease and convenience of just switching from you know your normal glasses to your sunglasses and just having those sunglasses around your neck i use the um the Hale, i think it's called the halyard wire um what is that called the haler wired retainer is what it's called and it's just like a little wiry thing that kind of you know clips to either side of your sunglasses and you can hang it around your neck and for $10 folks you need to buy them because they're not bulky they're convenient and i had a good buddy of mine go on vacation and he was loving his new costas and when he bent over to do whatever off the boat they fell into the water and down to the bottom of the ocean. So I highly suggest take the $10, get the haler wire retainer, put it around your neck, and you will thank yourself from saving your $300 plus investment. And, uh, it'll go a long ways and you'll thank yourself because they're just hanging around your neck. And, uh, you know, when I, when usually when the sun goes down and I put my normal eyeglass wear on just my regular glasses, Uh, I never even know that my sunglasses are still hanging around my neck because they're so light. So, um, the other suggestion that I'm going to give you guys is I went with the green mirror. Um, there's different kinds of lenses that you can get. I recommend the green mirror. It says it's more for like intercoastal, um, bright days rather than being out on like, there's like a blue mirror that they recommend. If you're out on the super bright, big bodies of water where the sun is really high in the sky, I think that's more for, ocean applications. Um, I did have the blue mirror on my other ones that I had. Uh, and I will say I like the green mirror ones better. I don't know why that could just be me, but if anyone has been debating or, um, think that they have to have the blue mirror ones because they feel like they're on a big body of water and, and when it's sunny out, that's what they say online. I do the same and I have it, the green mirror ones and have been super happy with them. So, Anything or uh, any questions that you guys have um, about my experience with Costa, please feel free to DM me, um, especially those out there with prescriptions. I highly recommend them. Um, price point on this, uh, I think the frames and the lenses start around 279 However, this is uh, different because let's say if you order the Ferg's, you know, a lot of it's going to be depending upon, um, you know, the mirror upgrades that you do for the lenses and or uh you know the the polarity or i guess how polarized they have different um you know they have 580 glass they have 580 plastic um i do go with the plastic especially for prescription because it's a little bit lighter and not so heavy around my neck when they're just hanging there i've got glass on my old ones and they felt kind of heavy um but the price point on this again it can go up or down depending on how much prescription eyeglass coverage you have you know um and and or if you don't have, or if you don't need prescription, how you want to accessorize your lenses, um, you know, that can go up or down. So highly recommend Costas and do yourself a favor and protect your vision. And, uh, so you can see more too down in the water. Okay. Next category is lifestyle women in apparel. Um, you know, obviously I don't have much experience with this. However, um, the winner of this category was the Sims women's challenger jacket and bib. I know the challenger jacket and bib for the men's have had, you know, great reviews. Um, a lot of folks seem to like the Sims wear for when it comes to rain gear, et cetera. I mean, Sims is a staple name in fishing, um, especially in the apparel jacket bibs, uh, you know, waiters, all that kind of stuff, you know, their name is, you know, definitely top notch quality year. And it looks like now they have a women's version of the challenger jacket and bib. If it's anything like the the men's version, it's probably going to run you around $200 for the jacket, $200 for the bibs. I can't find anything on it right now online. Um, I'm not sure if this is so new that they have not even released it online yet. But uh, again, I, I can tell you that uh, from some of the folks that I know that have fished with the Sims Challenger jacket and bib rain gear in the past, they've been extremely happy with it. Durable, breathable, and yeah, it'll keep you dry. So, um, and that's awesome. They made, you know, a women's fit for it now, which I think is great. And uh, yeah, so any women listening to this or lady anglers, get out there. And if you need some new rain gear, go check out the Sims Challenger because that won the lifestyle women and apparel category. And then the next three categories, this company is one that keeps getting more and more notoriety. I see more and more folks repping their gear, using it because it's durable, it's affordable, and it seems like their technology in different um, categories and or applications is right up there with the top of them, and that's Afgo Fishing. Now, they won three categories, which I thought was pretty cool, and that really speaks to um you know the technology durability and everything that they're coming out with to be the winner in three different categories especially when it comes to technical apparel um so they won with lifestyles that they had a pair of shorts in there uh they also uh uh won the category for warm weather and that was, uh, they have like a diffuse, it's called diffuse Aero mesh fishing shorts. So these are going to be your shorts that are very breathable. Um, I will say it is important to have these kind of shorts, especially this time of year, like in July, August, even late June, when it gets super hot and humid and there's just like no breeze out on the water and it's sticky, you don't want to be out there in like just a pair of average cotton shorts or, you know, cargo shorts or something like that, because You will get frustrated. Uh, (laughs) They're going to stink after a while. These kind of got that antimicrobial built into them where they're not going to smell. You can wear them all day on the water, but then when you get off, if you're going to go in and grab a bite to eat, you know, you don't really have to change your clothes or you're not going to be sweating through them because these things are going to breathe. They're going to dry for you and keep you fresh all day on the water. Then, you know, then go hang out and, you know, party in them. Um, but what I'm most impressed or impressed about with AFCO was last year they came out with what was called the Reaper hoodie. It's got a lot of cool features to it. Um, reminds me of something that you would see in the ice fishing world, but maybe just not warm enough for the ice fishing world. But I loved all the features of it where they had, um, you know, they kind of had this facial shield built into the hoodie that would come up over your face to keep you warm, um, a lot of other different things, but they came out this year with a three layer soft shell windproof jacket and it 's called the Reaper windproof three layer soft shell jacket and here 's what I like about it one uh, it 's ninety four percent polyurethane um, and then it 's also six percent six percent spandex, so you kind of got that stretch and, uh, that mobility factor built into it. It's got the hexadron. they They call it a hexatron fleece lining, um, which allows you to stay warm, but yet breathe at the same time. Um, so if you do get sweaty out there, they've got vents in the pits along in the back as well to keep you cool. If you do have to vent out and, or if you get too warm in it, but, uh, you know, there's another cool thing where they got polyurethane lined, um, water resistant uh zippers, kind of like you see on some of the ice fishing bibs. I'm sorry, some of the ice fishing um jackets and things like that, you know, keeping that water out when you put your hands inside your pockets and things like that, you know, to keep your electronics safe or keep things from getting too wet. Um but this thing looks super warm. It's still got that ba- that built in, you know, kind of face shield built into it where it's gonna come up over your mouth, over your nose, uh whether you're you know driving out to your spot on your snowmobile um you know, and, and not too cold of weather weather, I could see this working. Um, but like having that that hoodie on, you know, when you're when you're ice fishing, um, going in and out of the shack maybe to check tip ups or uh you know, snare rods that are kind of out on the perimeter. You don't have to throw your big jacket on. You might be able to just get away with this uh Reaper windproof three layer soft shell jacket uh if you layer it up properly underneath. The other cool thing is it's got the built in um thumb holes into it, like down by your hands, which I really like, especially when it comes to layering, um, you know, under larger jackets, like, you know, if you have a hoodie on and you put your hands in there and it doesn't have the thumb hole in it, it's going to ride up and it's going to bunch up. I hate that. So this is kind of reminding me, uh, a couple other companies out there doing this. Um, especially if you, if you're a hunter, You're going to see this kind of in your base layers, uh, your merino wools and things like that. They have these holes cut out for your thumbs to go in. So as you're layering or putting on other layers over top, that's not going to bunch up and ride up, which can frustrate a lot of people, including myself. So when I see something like that, I'm automatically putting it in a category where I want to give it a shot. Again, I haven't put my hands on any of this stuff, but this jacket, uh, the name AFCO is getting a lot of notoriety. Um, definitely. I know a couple anglers who are, uh, rocking their gear and they absolutely love it, especially here in Michigan. I've seen some folks use it and, uh, I'm super pumped about this because these are the kind of pieces of layering and clothing that some folks might not give a lot of thought to. They think, Hey, it's cold outside. You know, it's a a cold fall day. I'm just going to hurry up and throw on a big jacket and a hoodie underneath and I should be fine. Well, you might be able to get away with layering underneath something like this hoodie, um if you have like a merino base layer base layer or something warmer you might just be able to get away with you know this windproof um softshell jacket it's going to keep the rain out it's going to keep the wind out it's got a fleece lining in there to keep you warm and you won't have to feel so bulky and fishing on the boat um and or running in and out of the ice fishing shack so super pumped about this one i definitely want to get my hands on this and uh, give it a shot and that the price tag on that and now this one's not even available until the fall 2020 so that already tells me that uh, you know, they're, they're teeing this up to be, uh, you know, a, a great jacket for the, that late fall fishing and uh ice season. And I'm definitely going to give it a shot and it's coming in right around a hundred bucks right now online. What I'm telling what I'm seeing and what they're kind of announcing for the release this fall is it's $99. So check that out. AFCO fishing. Okay. This next one, I remember seeing, um, the first version of it on Shark Tank, and it's called Line Cutters. And what it is is, like, I totally forgot about this company. Um, but what it is, it's it's like a ceramic blade that's on the inside of a ring. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but imagine if you have a ring on your finger and off the top is this blade that's covered. Um, you know, you can't, like, cut yourself with it or anything like that. But anyways, it cuts fluorocarbon it cuts mono it cuts braid all types of line on very high pound test too um i actually just re-watched the uh the shark tank uh presentation online and he cuts like a hundred pound braid on there with this thing with ease anyways they came out with a new tool called the dual hybrid micro scissor and this one for the category of like cutlery hand pliers and tools anyways uh, I can't find any more information on this thing online, so it must be brand new, but regardless, you need to go check this company out because I think this is something cool that you can clip onto your bibs, um, you know, Velcro on there. It's got like a strap, uh, type device that'll hook onto basically anything, uh, your waiters, it'll clip onto your lanyard lanyards. Uh, there's other like, uh, permanent ones that you can like put on your boat. Looks like it's like a sticky pad, almost like. What GoPro has to to mount their stuff onto your boat and things like that. Anyways, it's a cool quick device to cut your line, you know, change your lures out and stuff like that. I kind of like it for that. Um, And I just, I totally forgot about it. And now that they've won this category, um, I want to check it out. But this new one that they have out, looks like it's a pair of like scissors on one side. Like really tiny scissors. And then on the other side, they've got their same technology where you kind of know swipe or run your line through it, and it cuts it pretty pretty easily um and imagine they got the scissors on one side of it to kind of get out your your knots and stuff like that that are attached to like your barrel swivels or um or the top of your lures and things like that but yeah go check them out it's uh i can't find much information on this new one so that's why i'm saying it must be pretty brand new but uh and it's um line cutters with a z but anyways i'll link to that in the show notes this next category is always interesting every year to see what they come out with. Um, but this is the fishing line category and the one that, uh, took it or won it this year was Berkeley's floral shield line. And this is a new kind of line. Uh, Berkeley's come out with some great stuff in the past. Um, you know, from, uh, some of their braids that they've come on out with, uh, obviously their trialing has always been a huge winner and, um, their, uh, their floral carbon, uh, lines that they've come out with in the past have really caught the eye of a lot of people. But this one is um called Fleural Shield. And basically what it is, it's a copolymer that's uh that's infused or wrapped in fluorocarbon. So what I mean by that is like it fishes like a mono, but it has the uh the low visibility and the abrasion resistant like a fluorocarbon. So it's a copolymer. So if you can kind of imagine, it's kind of like monofilament on the inside um, and it's coated and or or, uh, wrapped on the outside with like more of a a fluorocarbon type uh, feel to it. But um, the cool thing about it is it's going to fish like a mono. So the good thing about that is it's going to work for both spinning rods and reels and also bait casters. So, um, you know, I'm interested to get my hands on this because... I'd like to see, you know, this could be a great solution for trolling. Um, you know, people troll mon- Mono a lot of the times on planer boards and things like that. Um, you know, and then some run, you know, leaders to it, fluorocarbon leaders. Um, but you might be able just to run this line directly out, uh, to whatever you're trolling. And it might be able to last longer and you're not worried about always feeling that line, um, you know, for abrasions after catching a fish and things like that and having to cut and retie and things like that. So, uh, if it truly does fish like a mono, this will be interesting for a lot of the people I feel trolling, um, and, uh, to see if it works, uh, the, you know, in the same way that, uh, you currently, whatever your current setup is for, uh, trolling with mono with uh, planar boards and things like that. So, uh, this is a cool one from Berkeley. I am excited to get my hands on this one, and actually I'm going to have Dan uh, Spengler on here from Berkeley on the next episode, so I'm going to see if he can give us some more information about this fishing line and uh, kind of talk about the early testing and what they've seen with this line. Maybe I can get him to open up a little bit about that and uh, and help us all out, but uh, again, this is another one of those products uh, that is not really on the, the market until, look right now, it says August 2020, August 30th, 2020 um, is what I'm currently seeing right now. And it does looks like they offer anywhere from four pound up to 30 pound. And pricing is gonna differentiate on that uh, significantly depending on um, the yardage that you get or the spools and the the pound test and everything like that. But uh, I think it looks like the lower... Pound test can start like around nine dollars for three hundred yards on average, and then the heavier stuff uh, all the way up to thirty pounds, three hundred yards is about eleven dollars for th- for three hundred yards. So check them out. Uh, excited about this one, and yeah, this should be more great stuff from Berkeley like always. Hopefully, this next category cools you off. It's about ice fishing. Um, nothing too crazy or exciting uh, when it came to the winner of this one, other than the fact that. Um, Strike Master, uh, Rapala's brand, Strike Master 24 volt um, lithium powered ice auger won that one. Uh, they've had the 40 volt in the past, and now this is the 24 volt um, system that's come out. There's not too much, again, information on this. I'm sure this is going to be released this year, this fall, coming into this ice season. But, you know, I got uh, three, four years ago, I want to say it's three years ago, I had switched over to. The lithium style of um, augers, I sold my gas one, and to be honest with you i've never looked back i have uh I, I've loved it the entire time um, now, I have a k drill which kind of hooks into like a hammer drill like a Milwaukee hammer drill and um you know it, it came with my Milwaukee came with two batteries, so typically what I do there is i've got a fully charged one that I will put on uh, the handpiece. Um, And then it just kind of chucks into the K-drill auger, an 8-inch one. And I can probably get, I don't know, 40 to 50-plus holes on a really cold day on the ice. And my other battery, I just keep with me in the shack um, so it's not out in the elements or getting super wet uh, and or cold or anything like that. But I have never ever had an issue with, um, you know, a lack of power or battery life out on the ice with lithium so far. Um, I'm happy to see the industry kind of going this way. There's a lot of people that still have gas augers. That's fine. Or the propane ones. Um, but for lightweight, uh, ease of use, you know, you don't have, especially when you're dealing with gas, you know, you don't have those chemicals on your hand or that smell that then could get on your bait. I don't know. I'm just kind of, um, you know, superstitious about that stuff. And, uh, it's just for, in in my eyes, it's less maintenance too. It's just come home, unhook your batteries, plug them in and then charge them up for the next day out on the ice. And it's just, it's light, it's convenient. And it's probably been one of my best purchases in the last three years when it comes to ice fishing, that's really, you know, changed the game and, uh, has helped me be more mobile on the ice. Um, you know, especially when times call for it. Uh, just to stay on those fish on um, big bodies of water. I have no problem going out there carrying my minnow bucket, my deucer, and the the auger all in one trip with a rod in my hand and setting up and drilling holes to find fish before I set up my shack. So um, this just makes sense uh, with uh, StrikeMaster uh, getting deeper into that, that lithium battery um, ice auger market with a new 24-volt system. And, uh, so yeah, if you guys haven't made the switch yet, uh, this might be, um, something you might want to look at. So Berkeley, I'm sorry, Rapala, uh, owns that company strike master and, um, make sure you guys go check them out again. I don't have a price for you, but, uh, you know, these ones are probably $400 plus, uh, probably up in that price range, um, that I've seen. So go check that out. And then getting down the list, there's, You know, there's some new water, I'm sorry, some freshwater baits that came out, both in the soft lures and the hard lures. I'm not going to go much into details about those because lures I always like to get my hands on and fish them a little bit before I can talk about them. But um, a band of anglers, Hyperplastics, uh, Dart Prop Pro SK won the freshwater soft lure. And for the freshwater hard lure, the Z-Man Chatterbait, um, Jack Hammer Stealth Blade won that category. Again, not going to talk too much about that. Um, spinning reel category for freshwater Shimano Vanford one to 2,500 series spinning reel. Um, it's probably something that I won't be able to fish because the price of that is $230 and I can't afford that. So I'm not going to be able to give a review on that, but just letting you know, the winner of the spinning reel freshwater category was Shimano Vanford. Um, but the one that I want to get into, which was super intriguing to me and spent a little bit of time on, was in the boating and watercraft category. And what won this was uh, a kayak, but it was by Old Town, and the name of it is the Old Town Sportsman Autopilot. Folks, the amount of technology that is now being put on kayaks for fishing is extremely, extremely impressive and well thought out, and it's gonna. You're gonna see this through many different reputable brands, whether that be Jackson Kayaks, Old Town, um, Wilderness Kayaks, whatever they are. There's, there's a whole slew of them out there, and you can, you can be as minimal as you want on your fishing kayak, or you can be very technical. You know, putting all the bells and whistles on your kayak, and you could have with all your accessories and everything on your kayak nowadays between uh the trolling motor the the fish finder uh the lithium batteries that are on board all of the GoPro mounts the different kinds of paddles everything that you can use to deck these things out you could buy yourself a really nice or, or not really nice but a decent uh motorized fishing boat because uh these kayaks are getting so so technologically advanced and you know just decked out in my mind that you're you're up there near in the six thousand dollar range if it's completely decked out if not more um but the one that won it this year uh the category for boating and watercraft was old town sportsman's autopilot and i'm going to try to describe this to you i'm going to encourage you all anybody listening to this um about fishing kayaks i want to do more podcasts on this in the future and i've got someone lined up to come on to talk about it but you need to go look at this thing online, um, for yourself, because if I can describe it to you, it's like a, an accessory and, or a built in, uh, trolling motor that sits right in the middle of the kayak between your legs. And it can be left in and used, or it can be taken out. And it's like got a short shaft on it. So it's like the head of the motor, of the trolling motor. is not like way up in the air or anything like that. It's sitting right between your legs and the shaft goes down through the kayak out the bottom and motors you around and you can use it just like you do on like your big boat or your fiberglass or your aluminum boat. You have a remote control for it. It has, um, I pilot built into it. It has, um, you know, it's got uh, spot lock built into it. It can follow your GPS routes, all that kind of stuff, keep you in the same spot. It's amazing what this, these things can do nowadays. Um, and now that they've just kind of customized it and made some specific products for kayaks, um, specifically this one you can only get, I believe, with the Old Town um, kayak, the Sportsman's model. But I really highly encourage you guys to go check this thing out and um, watch the video of how to... Uh, accessorize your sportsman uh, model from the old town kayak. It's extremely, extremely impressive. And these are going to come in two lengths for everyone listening. Um, It's going to come in both a 12 foot length and also a 13 foot, six inch length. Um, The price difference between the two, uh Just as is with the with the Minkota motor and everything on there, it looks like it's four grand um for the bigger one, and for the smaller one it's like thirty eight hundred bucks so you're paying about a hundred dollars or so for almost two feet more but I'm just going to um kind of summarize it for you. You can use either a lead acid or a lithium ion um battery on board. Uh so both both are compatible there. As I mentioned, it has the iPilot remote that'll come with it. Um it's got the uh the Min spot lock technology in there. Uh you can control that also from your iPhone. Um so if you don't want to carry the big, you know, it's not that big, but the remote around your neck or whatever, uh you can you can uh just use your phone. Um I'll just read off a couple things that uh they kind of have on their website here that might interest you. Uh the motor combines foot brace steering for truly hands-free fishing. So that's going to control that rudder in the back. Uh, So as you're, you're mowing along, if you're, if you're casting, or you want to focus on casting in certain areas and you're worried about steering, um, you could just kind of have your motor on in one direction and then, you know, still steer with your back part, which is kind of nice. One thing that I did when I did fish out of uh, a fishing kayak one time, um, one thing that did bother me when I was out on the water was, truly holding your spot. We've been so spoiled now in the bigger boats that when you get to a certain spot and you have spot lock technology on your trolling motor, it works so great. Like when you don't have it, you realize how much you miss it because that wind does shift and blow you around in a big boat. And especially in like a smaller kayak and things like that. um, You know, I always found myself, really worried about the paddle, um, you know, keeping me on the same spot and things like that. And eventually got to the point where I either had to a get out of the wind or just kind of drifted and just went and had to cast as is. So that's really cool. Um, a couple of the other things it still has the large open cockpit. Uh, it's got the premium seating, like that 3d mesh, uh, mid layer of kind of like, uh, almost like a lawn chair almost, but it's really extremely comfortable. Um, it's UV resistant. Uh, you got the non-slip EVA foam deck pads, um, in the boat as well. It's equipped with the shallow water anchor mounting insert. Um, It's got the 18 inch tracks enable easy and on off mounting of accessories. So this is where you can kind of buy different accessories, kind of like the inside of your boat where you have like a track mounting system uh, to put different things on there, whether that be rod holders, um, you know, cup holders, plier holders, uh, more rod rockets out the front and the back, um, just things like that and how you want to accessorize your boat. Um, you know, the video online shows a lot of cool things. You've got a lot of room in the back behind you to kind of put those milk crates back there. Um, you can put a small cooler back there behind you as well. I've seen a lot of people out there with the cooler, with the rod holders on their coolers as well. Um, just really cool. You know, it's, it's awesome to see these boats come so far. And I kind of knew that would, especially if you don't like operating a big boat or you don't like going on really big bodies of water, or you just like that. That factor of being able to uh, to be mobile, you know, throw something in your truck or on top of your SUV or car or whatever it is, like a kayak, and then go out fishing by yourself. This is a great uh, way to get into the sport, and uh, it's a little bit higher of a premium price, but you're paying for that that trolling motor and the convenience and a, you know a durable, basically top of the line kayak to fish out of um, without spending a ton of money. Uh, to get a you know like an alumi- or uh, aluminum and/or fiberglass boat, so this one is probably the product that stuck out most to me, just with uh, you know the uh, ingen- ingenuity of it, and um, something that I also see people who want to get into fishing. This is a really good spot to start, um, especially if you want to kind of go up to the next level from, let's just say, river fishing or fishing on the banks of a lake or something like that or the shores. Uh, Now you can start to take steps to get out on the water Um, if you don't want to jump into it and buy a big boat right away. This is kind of like the next option. So it was really kind of cool to see, and um, I hope you guys go check this out from Old Town. But you know what, folks? That's it for this episode of the podcast. Um, You know, it's not like... uh, i i i told you guys anything special i just wanted to kind of bring to you um you know awareness of uh icast did still happen this year even amongst the pandemic and covid and everything like that um hats off to them for getting creative uh and like many industries are during these times and it's good to see the support and that they were able still to pull this off um in the sport fishing industry It's super important to, uh, you know, support local businesses and, or I'm sorry, to support companies and businesses in the fishing industry. Um, you know, because, you know, their businesses, they've got families to feed too, and they're coming out with great products in both the salt and freshwater fishing worlds. And, um, you know, I, I had attended the, the ICAST last year and just found it so, um, valuable to me to see what's out there. And, you know, there's a lot of other categories that you can go to the website, um, for iCast and view some of the other winners and other categories and and see what else is out there but the big thing for me you know when you can walk around and put your hands on lures and things like that even the ones that don't win uh the cool thing about it is like you can find a lure that might stick out to you and you can you can have an application for it like oh i could use that for smallmouth or well i've never seen something like this in a big box store before and you can kind of pick up those companies cards when you're there at iCast and things like that and uh you know, just support the little the little companies out there really um, you know, coming up with some cool stuff. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I've got more stuff coming your way. Like I said, I'm gonna get Dan Spangler back on here uh for the next episode to talk about some new stuff that they have uh, been working on over at Berkeley and what they've introduced this year at iCast. And um it's gonna be great to have Dan on here. So great and more exciting things coming here make sure you guys tune in, follow me over on Instagram at freshwater bite. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. I know I do this every single episode, but thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading my episodes. Thank you for uh, sharing this with your friends. If you guys find it valuable, um, you know, I can't thank you all enough for listening and, uh, you know, supporting the podcast. So as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you back here next time.